pride isn't something that you buy, it's something you earn. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who want to get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, today we are talking about pride. How do we get it? How do we keep it? How do we retain it? How do we build it within ourselves? Way too many people think that being proud of yourself is something that you can buy. Now, when I talk to most people, they go, well, no, I don't think that at all. Yeah, you fucking do. And here's why you do. Because if you're one of those people who think that in the future, if I achieve something, therefore I have something, and when I have something, then I'll feel proud of myself and I'll feel proud of my life, then you're thinking that you can buy your pride. And you can't. Let me explain. Every day you have a chance to feel proud of yourself. Every day. And every day that means that the alarm goes off, you get out of bed because you made a commitment and you're disciplined enough to get out of bed. Therefore, you just created a little sense of pride in yourself. I did that. Then you wake up and you eat a clean breakfast or you go and exercise or you do something that you committed to and you build a little bit more pride in yourself. Now, if you keep going through your day and you do things that meet your standards, that allow you to keep moving forward and progressing as a person, at the end of the day, you will have a greater sense of pride for yourself. The problem that happens is that people think my alarm you know, went off, I was supposed to go to the gym, I slept in for an hour, then I went to work, I was all chaotic, shit was everywhere, the business isn't working well. And then they keep going throughout their day. Lunch comes, they're stressed out, they're frustrated, they eat crappy food, they have a beer, then they go back to work, they're frustrated at staff, they snap a little bit because now they're tired and they're fatigued. And then by the end of the day, they're like, oh, I'm so exhausted. You know what? I'm still not going to hit up that gym session. I'll just start tomorrow. I'm going to watch a couple of hours of TV. I'm going to chill out, scroll through my phone for the next two to three hours. And then your brain goes, ah, you know, if I, I just can't wait until the business operates well. I just can't wait until I get that new car. You know, holidays are coming up. You know, I can't wait till we go to that holiday that I booked in Bali. You know, it's just, I just need to get away from things and relax a little bit. How the fuck are you supposed to develop pride in yourself when that is how you think? That is most people. I used to be like this, right? I'd go to work, get home from work. I'd go to the gym, then go have some beers with the boys. Actually, I didn't drink beer. I drank bourbon. So I'd drink Woodstock bourbon, which is like even worse. And then they would sit around and smoke drugs and stuff and would all just sit around and would talk smack. And then I'd get home at 9.30 at night. Alarm would go off in the morning, get out of bed, feel tired, feel fatigued because of the pizza that I ate when I was with the boys and the Woodstocks that I had. Yeah, I kept thinking, if I can make more money, then I can buy a house and I'll feel proud of myself. Then I can buy a new car. So I went out and I bought the most expensive car that I could buy at the time. So back then I was a second year apprentice and I went out and I bought a WH Statesman Caprice. Okay, so it was like two years old. It cost me a fucking fortune. Almost every cent that I earned went into just running that car, paying for insurance. It was so stupid. But I thought that it would make me feel proud. And it did, partially, but only for a short period of time. I'd get home from work and wash it before I went to the gym so it looked mint. So that when I rocked up, people would go, 
man, your car looks cool. And I go, oh, thanks. But then two seconds later, I'm feeling shit about myself again. And I'm feeling shit about myself again because I'm tired and fatigued because I ate pizza last night, drank some Woodstocks. I'm trying to get through a gym session. But then after the gym, I get a message from the boys. My house, dinner, drinks. All right, let's go. Then I get there. I rock up out the front. Man, your car always looks sick. Awesome. Two seconds of feeling good about myself. I wasn't even feeling good about myself. I was feeling good about my car because everyone was commenting on it. Go in there, smash a pizza again, have some beers. Afterwards, get home, feel guilty because I didn't follow through on my commitments to myself, which is that I want to look after my diet, drink a bit less. And this was just a vicious cycle. I always thought that pride came in what you had, not who you are. And that's most people. I can guarantee that you probably go through this as well, where you're thinking about what you want to get out of life. And it's what you're getting, not who you are. When you realize that who is the only question that matters, who, who do I need to become? You can take away my supercars. I do not give a shit. Like, yeah, I do. It'll be frustrating. I would rather have them because I love cars. But the thing is that the cars aren't me. The cars are a reflection of the things that I've gone through and the challenge that I have. I walk out there and I feel proud of myself because as a kid who grew up in a lower socioeconomic area here in Adelaide, where my parents bought one of the first blocks in this huge development where there was really no houses around. There was our house and then our neighbors across the road. That was it. It was just a big vacant paddock. And my dad, you know, he worked two jobs and stuff like that to come from that where my mum used to drop me off in an old Ford laser. The first car she used to drop me off at school in was an old Ford Cortina that would be worth a fortune right now. But back then it was like the biggest piece of shit. If your mum dropped you off in a Ford Cortina, you, you, you sucked. And so I used to get mum to drop me off around the corner. For me, I was always thinking, when I can achieve these things, then I will be happy. I worked so hard, so hard, but I would wake up in the morning feeling like I had to be in a rush to get somewhere. And I was in a rush to get somewhere because I thought when I got there, I would have the things. And so I was more focused on the thing, not me. When I realized that the only thing that matters is me, the only thing that matters is my sense of pride within myself, is my self-belief, is my self-love, my self-confidence, because everyone can take everything else away. This is why you're probably playing massively scared because you're afraid of losing your house. You're afraid of what happens if I lose the car? What happens if I lose money? What happens if I can't pay the bills? You'll play scared. Grant Cardone said this. He said, the worst person to learn off is a millionaire. And he said, when I made my first million dollars, now this is Grant Cardone, by the way, you know, billionaire. He said, when I made my first million dollars, I became scared of losing it. He said on the way up, all I was focused on is got to get that million, got to get that million. He said, I was so hungry. And then when I hit the million dollar mark, he was like, I don't want to lose it. I don't want to lose it. And he said, I started playing safe and life got worse. I 100% agree with that because I went through the same thing. When I made my first million dollars, that was exactly what happened. It took me like two years to get out of it, where I kept playing safe. I was afraid of losing everything. I was afraid of losing the cars. I was afraid of losing the house. I was afraid of losing shit. What if we lose clients? What if we lose customers? What if we lose staff? And so I was always playing on the back foot. If you're a business owner, you're probably doing this exact thing where you're afraid of losing staff. Every week, someone's like, my staff is shit. But at the same time, I don't want to get rid of them. But at the same time, I'm an asshole and a shit leader. And so they're probably going to leave anyway. And then they do leave. And then they're like, they're leaving and spreading bad words about me. Well, of course they are because you're a shit leader right? But you were shit leader because you were frustrated and you were frustrated because you weren't where you wanted to be. And you weren't where you wanted to be 
because you thought that getting there was going to be the thing that would make you proud of yourself and your life. You probably think it's the thing that's going to make life easier. And the truth is it won't. The goal should be to make yourself better. When you wake up in the morning and you go, how can I be my best today? You lock in the gym session or you lock in your exercise session. You lock in your diet and you know exactly how many macronutrients you need to eat, the calories that you need to eat, and you dial everything in. Then you book out your day and you go, I'm going to achieve this thing, this thing, and this thing. And yeah, they're hard, but I'm going to do it. Not because it's going to get me closer to the goal, but because it's going to make me better. When you do that, you become the person that you wanted to become your whole life. You dial in the who first and then the how automatically happens. Everyone's trying to focus on how, which is why most of the successful people that I work with are fucking miserable, still think that there's a greater journey. Imagine making $100 million and still thinking that your life is shit. Imagine having everything that you wanted, yet the thing that you want is still not there and so you're still hunting for it. Do you know how many dudes that I know buy supercars every three months to six months? They will literally buy one, have one, then they sell it, get another one. Then they sell it, get another one. Every time they just take, you know, a 50, 80, 100K hit every time. Why? Because they're searching, right? They're searching for the thing. They're searching for the fulfillment. They're searching for the worth. And when someone comes to them and says, wow, you got a new car. That's exciting. They go, oh, I feel good. But then two seconds later, they go back to feeling how they did. The reason why you cannot maintain your value, your worth, your self-belief, your self-confidence, your discipline, all of those things is because you keep focusing on the how and the what. And the what is, when I get there, then I will have what I want. Then I will have the life that I want. When I have the car that I want, when I have a better car. In my inbox, I get people that are like, I'm going to have a Ferrari one day. And I'm like, yeah, cool. That's awesome. But you think it's about the car. It's not about the car. It's about you. You're never going to get there. Why? Because you're focused on the car. You're not focused on the who. Hey, Driven Mofos. If you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. When you become the person, you earn the right to that thing. Right, You earn the right to a six-pack. People who walk into a weight loss clinic and get the fat sucked out of their guts, that's not helping them to become who? Maybe one out of a thousand, maybe a hundred thousand that might happen for because they just need that kickstart. But for most people, it never builds a thing. That's why people who go in, normally if you look at statistics, people who go in and have surgery, cosmetic surgery, they think that it's the one thing, but they go and get that thing fixed. Then they start seeing more shit in themselves that needs to change. And so they keep thinking, if I keep getting more and more surgery, then I'll feel better about myself. But they're not developing the who. They're developing the what. And so because of that, they're never truly fulfilled. They never truly feel confident. They never truly feel good enough. Right? Do you know how awesome it is when I go out and everyone's like, you should have a drink. And I'm like, you should leave me alone. Right? Because I don't want to drink. And then they're like, oh man, you're no fun. And I'm like, really? I'm no fun. Well, I'm crushing it in life. How's your supercars? Oh, that's right. You don't have any. How's your feeling about yourself? Oh, that's right. You have no confidence. 
You have no self-worth when you put your t-shirts on in the morning and they suck around your guts and you feel bad about yourself. Or you lack confidence because in a sales process, when a customer gives you an objection, you believe that objection. Do you know how many fucking salespeople I work with or people who work in sales and they try to sell themselves, but they can't sell themselves because they're undisciplined and they know that they slip, so they let customers slip. I used to be that guy. Someone would say, I don't have the money. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to push too hard because it's like, Hard to overcome that. Now it's like, well, you don't have the money. That's why you need to work with me. Yeah, but you know, listen, here's the deal. You don't have the money because you're not who you need to be. How do you bridge that gap? You work with me, you bridge the gap, you get the cash. You do it the other way around, which is you keep hunting for cash. You never become the person that you need to become. Therefore, you never have the cash that you want. That's how the game works. It's the obstacle that you don't want to overcome, which is the reason why you stay stuck. That is most people. So now when someone says, I don't have the money, I'm like, cool, you've got two choices. You can either keep thinking that you never have the money, which means that you can never do the things that you want. I don't have the fucking money to go to the next level. I had to come up with a whole bunch of cash only just before Christmas because I decided that I was stuck. I was stuck in an area and needed a mentor. I went to the mentor that I knew could help. I said, how much? They gave me the price. I went, excellent. Let's do it. I said, give me 24 hours. I walked into Jess's office. I said, how do we make this happen? Jess said, we can move some cash around. We can pull some cash out of here. We can chuck that part on credit. And I was like, cool, let's get it done. And I got it done. Best thing that ever happened. Since then, my discipline's gone up. My confidence has gone up. Fucking everything's gone up because I had to have someone with an outside perspective because I knew that if I couldn't solve the problems with the same thinking that created it, that's Albert Einstein. Right now, you're thinking with the same thinking that keeps creating the problems, which is why you can't get out of it because you think you're solving it yourself. It doesn't work. You need an external perspective. You have to have that perspective. So I hired that coach so that they could help me to the next level. Because if I could help myself to the next level, I would already fucking be there. But I guarantee you that almost everyone who's listening to this podcast doesn't even fucking realize that yet. Because every week I speak to people in my DMs, I speak to people on email, I speak to people over the phone, and they all say the same shit. When I get there, then I will make things happen. You will never get there because you're focused on the when, not who. Who you need to be when you want to grow is courageous. You have to make the decision when you're not ready. The next level of your life never fits your timeline or your budget, which means you never have the money to go to the next level. If you did, you'd already be there. If you had the time to do shit, you would already be there. You don't have the time, you don't have the money, which is why you've got to do it. That's the one thing that I learned, which is why I achieve more in my life in a week than most people achieve in a month. Why? Because I'm super fucking disciplined. I get out of bed when I say I'm going to get out of bed. I train when I'm going to train. I've tightened up my diet because I got sick of feeling like shit about myself. I lack the confidence, all of that stuff. But I also have a personal trainer who also keeps me tight as well because I know that when I slip, I need someone there. Now, I'm pretty disciplined. So when I slip, it normally doesn't last. If I had a pizza, I'm back on board like the next meal. I don't mess around. But I used to let myself slip for two to three meals. Now, that's probably not too bad compared to most people. Right, But most people let them slip five, six, seven times a week. A little bit of alcohol here, some chocolate here, some food there, and then they're not getting the weight that they want. They're slipping with their money. That's why they're not getting the results they want. They're slipping with their communication, which is why they don't have the business that they want because they can't get the team that they want. All of these things happen because you're focusing on what, 
not who. When you become the person you need to become in order to get the results, you will have the results. When you get to where you think you're going to get to, you're still not going to be the person that you want because you never developed that. That's the difference. This is why I keep saying you can take away all my shit. You can take away my supercars. You can take away the business. I guarantee I will beat most people in life. Why? Because I have the discipline. I have the confidence. I have the courage. I do the shit that other people won't do. You take away all my money tomorrow. I guarantee I'll be up at the same time. I'll be talking to the same amount of people every week, you know, either in my DMs or my emails or by phone call, and I will have more money in a week than most people make in the month. Why? Because I developed who. You can't take that away. Now, just before I wrap up, just to hammer home this point, last week, I was talking to someone who just signed up to my coaching program. So I've got two new coaching programs. One is one-on-one, one is group. This person said to me, look, I can't afford one-on-one at the moment, but I'll start with group. That's even going to stretch me. And I was like, great. Glad that you're stretching, glad it's making you uncomfortable because that's where you grow. You grow in areas of discomfort and you grow when you make decisions that you're not ready for, right? When you sit there and you wait to be ready, you'll never fucking be ready because you're not pushing against the discomfort. So she said, I'm going to jump into the group coaching. I said, perfect, right? It's my mid-tier product, amazing. So she jumps in and then we start talking because I'm helping her build a nutrition program. I'm helping her build an exercise program. The first thing that I need to do is develop her morning disciplines that are unique to her and her values. Because without morning disciplines that are unique to you, you're going to walk in someone else's shadow and it won't work. So I structure that with her. Then I go through and I structure out her week so that she understands what she needs to do when. And then now we just got to execute it. She's got the nutrition dialed in. She's got the exercise dialed in. And now she's got her week dialed in. She's got her morning routine dialed in. All the things that will help her to win. She said, you know what's funny? I've been sitting on the fence thinking about this for a long period of time and I've been watching you and watching you and watching you. And you go from strength to strength to strength. And she said, I want to be like that. I want to have that courage and that discipline and so on. And she said, you know, something that resonated was you did a post about how until you become the person you need to become, you'll never have what you really want. And she said, I had a family member Her uncle passed away and they never really had a lot of money. They'd always struggled financially. They pretty much lived off the bone of their ass their whole life. Always struggled financially. She said, my uncle passed away and my auntie got the money from the insurance and all that sort of stuff. So she ended up with a massive chunk of change. And she said, you know, the crazy thing was she ended up back at the same place in less than 12 months. She was still struggling financially. She had lost all of the money in less than 12 months. Not because she didn't have the money, but because she didn't become the person that she needed to to have that money. Just think about that. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Focus on the who, not the how, not the what. Become the person you need to become and watch what happens to your life. Always work on yourself. No one can ever take that away. Take care, Driven Mofos. Keep up those standards. (laughs) 